Welcome to Seniority Authority, the podcast where I track down experts to answer your questions on aging. I'm your host, Kathleen Toomey. Let's get smarter about growing older. If you're a caregiver today for a loved older adult, you have a lot on your plate. Medication management, driving to doctors and other appointments, meals, providing exercise and socialization opportunity, assisting perhaps with bathing, dressing, perhaps even walking. Then at night, you get to do the bills. It can get overwhelming, especially if you have your own family, career, or life goals you're pursuing as well. Wouldn't it be great to take something off your plate? My next guest does exactly that. Rabbi Jeffrey Wildstein served as a congregational rabbi for 14 years and is also a former attorney and college administrator with significant financial management responsibility. A graduate of Yale with a law degree from Cornell, he's also a certified national social security advisor. Jeff has opened a practice called Kavod Daily Money Management, designed to help reduce the stress on individuals balancing bill payment, insurance, and budgeting. Thanks to our show sponsor, The Riverwoods Group, Northern New England's largest family of nonprofit retirement communities, where active adults find community, purpose, and peace of mind. Visit riverwoodsgroup.org. Now let's hear from today's guest. Welcome to Seniority Authority, Jeff. Thanks for having me, glad to be here. Well, I'm really glad to meet with you because I think you are providing a service that is just a perfect way to chop something off of your to-do list. As many of us who work with older adults, though you didn't take a direct path to this venture of money management, but your background as a rabbi, an attorney, an administrator prepared you very well for this role. So tell me, how did this idea of this venture come to you? Well, unfortunately, it started when my father passed away in August of 2020. And my mother came to me and said, I have not paid a bill. I have not balanced a checkbook. That was all your father's responsibilities for over 50 years. Can you help me? And of course, I said yes. And as I started to do it, I realized that there were so many people who needed this kind of help. I used to see people in my office when I was a congregational rabbi, and there was always something about the day-to-day financial matters that was causing them stress and causing them angst. And so I realized that this was something that I was good at, something that I had a rather unique background in all different disciplines where I could do it very well, and also something that I enjoyed doing and would be a help for seniors and others in our community. Well, one of my favorite expressions is mitzvah, which means good deed. And you use that to explain your motivation for creating this company. What do you try to do with your company? I think the idea of mitzvah comes in because anytime we are we are helping somebody deal with 
the problems that they have. Anytime we try to make somebody's life easier, we say it's a mitzvah. It's a good deed. It's something that you're doing good to help other people. So my idea of Kavod Daily Money Management would be that what was going to be that we were going to do things that were going to help people live happily and not get into trouble with some of the things that unfortunately people get into trouble with. And we were going to do it all with Kavod. Kavod means honor or respect. And we were going to do everything that we, we did with giving people the honor and respect they deserve, even though in this area they needed a little help. I think that's really smart because not only are there people like your mom who traditionally didn't pay bills and didn't balance a checkbook, there are also adult children that are balancing so many other things. and. And some things like doctor's appointments and medication management, you know, you have to do yourself or the personal care, but bill paying is something that can easily be separated. And the other factor is today, there are so many scammers and they really target seniors that it helps to have somebody who is pretty experienced at this that can get things done. As I understand it, and it's important distinction, you don't invest money. Instead, you pay bills, prepare documents for taxes, do fraud prevention, etc. Is that is that accurate? How would you describe what you do for people? Yeah, that's that's very accurate. The the words money manager sometimes throw people a little bit off because Traditionally, a money manager is someone who does handle your investments. But you're right, I am a daily money manager. And what daily money management means, it's like having your own personal financial secretary, somebody who's going to go through the bills, go through the mail, see what's real, see what isn't real, track all of the insurance claims, see where you're doing on the budget, make sure those accounts are all reconciled, track those insurance claims, all those kinds of activities and needed services. And you're right, we don't do helping people with their, with their medical decisions, and we don't do advising people on their investments. But once that investment manager comes and says, this is how much money you have per month, we make sure that it goes to the right places, especially for people, like you said, who are busy, who might have a little bit more diminished capacity, who are trying to help someone who has diminished capacity. We help to make sure that everything goes smoothly and everybody gets paid and that everything is fine. Well, and I think also there's so much that is online right now that if you are an adult who is not comfortable online or has vision or hearing issues and online makes it more difficult, this is this is a great solution. Yes, absolutely. Having somebody who's experienced and who knows how to deal with all of these systems and can streamline it and work with the technology, it helps to have someone who you can trust sitting next to you or on the phone. You mentioned fraud. 
a number of my clients when they get an email and they're not quite sure if they should click on it, but it's it's raising their anxiety. They pick up the phone and call me. And most of the time I tell them, yeah, that looks like a scam. Yeah. Do most people come to you, Jeff, for one specific task? And, and if so, what is that task that motivates people to reach out? It varies. Most people who come to me come to me specifically for just a broad bill paying, mail sorting. It's gotten too much either because of time or again because of where their capabilities are to handle their own personal finances on their own. And so they usually come because they need somebody who's going to keep a, a watchful eye over, over everything or who's going to help out because, like you mentioned, a lot of people are caring for their moms and dads, and they're also trying to take care of their kids at the same time. And it's a lot of time, especially because most of the time they're working too. So most of the time they're coming with a broad spectrum of needs, but sometimes people do come to me with one or two specific projects that they need. Well, and I, <laughs> the fact that you say you would deal with insurance companies is wonderful because I think that can be a real time suck for most people who are trying to track down an insurance claim and it takes so long on the phone and you just hang up and say, I'm just going to pay this because it's easier than trying to track down whether or not it was submitted to the insurance company. Yes. And particularly sometimes the insurance companies know that you're going to do that or the, the providers know that you're going to do that. So the money that you spend on a daily money manager is money well spent. It could save you an awful lot of money. Do most people know about the daily money manager? It was a pretty new concept to me. What's your experience now being in this for a couple of years? I, I've been in I've been in it for a full year now. It took me a little while to get everything set up. So I've been in it for a full year. And I find that a lot of people aren't aware of us. And one of the things that we do in my professional organization, which is called Adam, the American Association of Daily Money Managers, is we're working hard to let people know that we are here and that we could provide a very big help, particularly for seniors in their care management team. And for those of you listening, I will have a link to Adam in the show notes because Jeff is in New Hampshire, but there is a whole network of daily money managers nationwide. And Jeff, can you tell us a little bit about what the certification process is like? How would people know that they could trust you? That's a big issue with your finances, right? It's a, it's a big issue. And, and there is no state certification, at least in New Hampshire and Massachusetts, where I am. So there's no state certification. But the things to look for are, are they matter members of the professional organization? Because everyone in our professional organization, Adam, is background checked. We all have insurance. We all adhere to a code of ethics. And personally, I hope for me, people understand that the reason why I'm doing this is, is to help people and that I see it as, as a good way for my next step to help people. So hopefully the fact that, that for me personally, that I'm a rabbi gives people a little bit of 
of security and, and faith that that they're going to be taken care of, whether they're Jewish or not. <laughs> I help everyone. Oh, that's good to know. Can you share an example of somebody who might need your services? So imagine that you come home, you've had a busy day of work, and you're got to get dinner on the table. Your children have activities from here till next Tuesday from the next month. They have to make that diorama and they waited all weekend and then told you Monday night that the diorama is due Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. And oh, by the way, they need something for the bake sale as well. And then you sit down and say, gosh, I need to help and do my father's bills because I'm taking care of my dad. And if I don't do them tonight, and look, it's already 11 o'clock, if I don't do them tonight, something's gonna be late. That's an example of somebody who, who, who needs me. Or if you're older and you found that it's harder to write those checks, or you keep finding that there are, there are bills that you thought that you paid, but they say that they didn't pay, and you get insurance documents in the mail, and you're not sure exactly if everybody got paid and what they meant, there's no shame in understanding that this is hard for lots of people for lots of different reasons. There's no shame in saying, I need a little help here. I need a daily money manager. Well, it's certainly better to admit that you need help and get someone who can help you pay your bills on time, not overpay, not let people take advantage of you, then admit, then refuse to admit you need help and suffer the consequences in some ways. Now, how do you work? Do you work online? Do you actually write checks? How does it physically work when you have a new client? And as you said, you're based in Massachusetts. So do you, are you limited to Massachusetts and New Hampshire, or can you help people in different parts of the country? I can help people in different parts of the country. There's so much that can be done remotely. And there's there's differences in how we work and what is needed if we're going to do everything remotely. But I've been doing this for my mother, who was my first, well, not really a client, but my client, and she lives in Florida. So we've been able to do it remotely. But for other people, they want the security of seeing somebody and knowing somebody's there. So for them, I go to their homes maybe once a month or twice a month, and we sit and we go through the mail. And sometimes if people need me to handwrite the checks, they prefer to do it handwritten as opposed to a computer bill pay, then we go ahead and we do it that way. It varies per person. I learned from doing weddings. I've done weddings now for 21 years, and I've never done the same wedding <laughs> you know, for two, for two couples. So I learned that you, you need to meet people where they are and their own comfort level. So there's a lot that we can do virtually, but sometimes we do things in person as well. That's very flexible. I think that is terrific. Do you have a, do you have a minimum number of hours and what is your rate of pay? 
Well, my rate of pay currently is $90 an hour. Some daily money managers charge more, some charge less. It depends upon where in the country they are and what they do. We all differ a little bit. Some work with companies and people who are, they call them ultra high net worth folks. So they're a little bit more expensive, but for most people, it's not more than, than two to four hours a month. So it's something that is reasonably priced. And do you think more professionals are becoming daily money managers? If you look at the growth of older adults in the country, is this an industry that you anticipate is growing? How old is the daily money manager job category slash industry? How long has this been going on? We're relatively young. It's something that has really only come about in the last say, 15 or 20 years. Some people may be a little bit more than that, but I think it's something that has been growing and it certainly is going to grow because as we know, we have an aging population and there's going to be more people who have this need. And particularly, there's a growing number of people who are solo agents who don't That's have true. there or nearby. So they need this kind of help and we're here to provide it. You must be a rare case, a, a former rabbi, now money manager. If you're getting smarter, help us reach more minds. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends to follow us on social or subscribe to our newsletter at senioritiauthority.org. Where do people come from that become money managers? they really come from all different professions. There are people who come from an accounting background, a nonprofit background, some sort of healthcare management or social work, but all of us have one united idea and that is we want to remove the stress and anxiety of personal finances from overwhelming our clients. And I think as, as we all get older, and we have finite days. One of the two concerns is how is our health and how is our money? And, and managing that money can be a, a tremendous worry for a lot of folks. How do money managers get licensed or bonded or, or what's the process you have to go through to certify that you can help people with their, with their bill paying? There is a certification process for people who have more experience in the field. After doing it for a number of years, that goes through Adam. Some people do that and some people don't. Insurance is regular business insurance. Some people go through our, our professional organization, which helps to make sure that, that people have available insurance. Other people go through particular kind of, of business insurance and just private business insurance and get underwritten that way. There is no, in most states, there is no licensure requirement to do this, this work. And perhaps at one point there will be, but again, but again, I think the fact that we, we come together, that we adhere to this code of ethics, that we are background checked, 
and that we do carry insurance should give people the 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 confidence that your daily money manager who is a member of Adam is trustworthy. So that's a good recommendation for our listeners. And of course, we'll have a link to Jeffrey Wildstein's company in the show notes as well as Adam. But if you think that a money manager could help remove some of that worry from you, check to make sure that they're a member of Adam, look into their background and understand that they can also do it remotely, that you can choose someone who does not live near you to manage this aspect of your business and therefore protect you from from fraud or overpaying or et cetera. Is there anything that I haven't asked you about the role of a daily money manager that you would want to share with our audience? It's a great question. I don't think so, but I think I do want to emphasize the idea that there, there's no, there's, there's no shame in needing help. There's no shame in growing older and finding that that you can't do some of the things that you used to be able to do. What would be a shame is if trouble came your way or or added stress, you know, added worry because you didn't reach out to somebody like me to get the help that you need. Well, I think that is a very good piece of advice. After all, our tagline is let's get smarter about growing older. And I think part of being smarter is understanding where you need help and where someone's expertise can take a worry off your plate. And it certainly sounds like that is a great thing to do. I certainly see the benefit of doing this. That's for sure. As someone who manages older adults and all of the medications and appointments and et cetera, this is a great thing to just take off your plate and have it done by someone else. So we already know that you're good with numbers. Now we're going to have our little lightning round to get to know you as a person. Jeff, can you share with us what your guilty pleasure is? My wife probably doesn't want me to say this, but it is fantasy football. Okay. <laughs> I, I commissioner two leagues. I'm in a lot of wow. other leagues and, and I don't do it for money because that would mean I'd guarantee lose, but I do it for a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the seasons coming up. So, for the, the pride of making the right choices. The pride of making the right choices. I have a, a group of, of rabbis, mostly rabbis. We've been doing this for for since 1996. So, so that's my guilty pleasure. Okay. So check with Jeff if you want any guides on your upcoming fantasy football picks. It comes, okay. it, the, the, who to pick in your draft comes free with, with, <laughs> with your, with your money management. Plan. All right. See, that's an added benefit. What is your favorite healthy practice? I always think that it's, it's a work life balance is health is healthy. So I like spending time with my wife, Andrea, and my two miniature long hair dachshunds, Mischief and Mayhem. Oh my gosh. And I think I shared with you earlier that my very, very loved dog, who's no longer with us, was named Rira. And Rira is Gaelic for Mayhem and Ruckus. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. So you so, understand. I totally understand and appreciate what that's like. <laughs> 
What's guaranteed to make you laugh? Anything from George Carlin or Robin Williams. Yes. Another, two, uh, two classics. Yes. And share with us the last book that you loved. The last book that I loved, it's called A Doorway to Heroism. It's written by a friend of mine, Rabbi Jack Romberg, and it is the biography, a personal biography, because it also goes into his relationship with his uncle, who was a resistor in the early part of the Nazi realm. He, he, he resisted a lot of the restrictions that came. Was he a German? He was a German Jew. Wow. Wow. And he resisted. There is a famous picture of him, you know, of him as his, his store was being, was being burned, was not, bur- not burned yet, but, but as his store was being boycotted and, and the Nazis were there, he ended up emigrating to the United States and then fought for the United States against the Germans. So wow. okay, can, can you repeat the title? Yes. It's called A Doorway to Heroism. And it's written by Rabbi W. Jack Romberg, R-O-M-B-E-R-G. Okay, that sounds fabulous. Amazing story. Okay, and your favorite escape? I know you just came back from a vacation, so what is your favorite escape? I did just come back from a vacation. We went to Florence and, and Venice, which were wonderful. But I'd have to say, besides Israel, which is always wonderful to go to, I have to say Iceland. Iceland is absolutely beautiful. We went once in the summer and once in the winter. It is beautiful. The waterfalls are are great. The food is wonderful and the people are are lovely. So we've been there twice. It's it's a great place to go. And a quick trip from Boston. And a quick trip from Boston. Yes. Uh, They have a direct flight. So, so I feel like Iceland there, if you're out there, you know, my, my name is Jeffrey Wildstein. Remember me. (laughs) Great. Okay. I have not, that's on my bucket list. Iceland in the summer though, not in the winter. I don't know. Maybe if I go in the summer, I'll decide to brave the winter. Well, that has been wonderful. Thank you so much, Jeff, for illuminating us as to the fact that this help is nearby and that this is something we can take off our plates give to someone who's trustworthy and all that headache is gone so that sounds like a great person to have in your arsenal of of folks who are going to help you as you get older so thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me today That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, please tell your friends about us so we can reach more minds. Give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and send me your questions on aging so I can track down the experts to bring you the answers. Until next time, enjoy the chance to get smarter about growing older.